Five o'clock, good afternoon. Finance Minister Nshlanshlanene has tabled a 1.3 trillion rand budget which is characterised by spending cuts and tax hikes. The budget proposal will ensure that the poor are adequately protected with no VAT and corporate tax increases on the cuts. Nene has also announced increases in social grants in line with the rate of inflation with effect from the 1st of April. Tsepo Mongai reports. Finance Minister Antanta Nene has revised growth target down from 2.5% to 2%. He says the projected low economic growth means less money coming into government coffers. And as a result, Nene has decided to increase taxes, but in a manner that does not jeopardize consumer spending and further dampen economic growth. He announced that the personal income tax will increase by one percentage points for all taxpayers, earning more than 182,000 rand a year. The total fuel levy will go up by 81 cents a litre. Nene has confirmed that ESCOM will receive 23 billion rent, which will be paid in three installments. The country's budget deficit has been revised upward from 3.6% to 3.9. Good news is that debt-to-GDP ratio is set to stabilize at 43.7% in 2017 and 18. Amnesty International says the South African government needs to act decisively to protect the rights of foreigners in the country. This is contained in the organization's 2014-2015 report on human rights violations released in Johannesburg earlier today. The report has put the spotlight on continuing xenophobic violence in South Africa since 2008. Amnesty International says those who target foreigners act with complete impunity because nobody has been brought to book since violence first fled in 2008. The report also highlights concerns over what happened in Marikana nearly three years ago when 34 miners were killed in clashes with police. Amnesty International Deputy Director Noah Kututua. In South Africa, the closing hearings of the Marikana Commission of Inquiry highlighted the police use of excessive force following a reckless decision that had been taken on the 15th of August to forcibly break up the platinum miners' protest. What we also saw is amnesty during the hearings of the Marikana Commission was an extensive cover-up by the police. The State Security Department is yet to release a statement on the so-called spy cables leaked to international news agency Al Jazeera. Hundreds of intelligence documents from spy agencies across the world, including South Africa's state security agency, have been made public. The leaks, which date from as early as 2006 to 2012, include an alleged assassination plot against African Union chairperson Nkosazana Dlamini Zuma, surveillance on local NGOs, Iran's efforts to use Pretoria to work around international sanctions that Western powers had imposed. It also has the agency and Israeli secret service Mossad's strained relationship and the flawed capabilities of the country's intelligence. Busi Chimombe reports. The Department of State Security says it will release the much-awaited statement later today. The hardest question it will have to answer is how competent our intelligence services are now in the face of any foreign threat. A number of the leaked documents from 2009 describe a country badly in need of a security revamp where foreign espionage was booming, there were at least 140 foreign spies operating in the country, security lapses were routine, 
and local agents were powerless to protect key installations and state secrets. The spotlight will also fall on the current counterterrorism efforts of government after documents reveal engagements on the issue with Iran and Israeli operatives. And finally, a delegation of the South African Sports Confederation Olympic Committee will leave for England tonight, where it will present Durban's bid to host the 2022 Commonwealth Games on Monday. Durban is the only city bidding to host the 2022 Games after the Canadian city of Edmonton pulled out earlier this month. Saskatchewan Chief Executive Tabby Reddy says they believe Durban will win the bid because of their quality presentation demonstrates the city's capacity to host the Games. We have Moses Mabida Stadium, we have the King's Park Stadium, we've got facilities already up and running, we don't have to build new facilities. The athletes' village, the distance to the stadium, those are the kind of things they'll come and check. They'll ask you questions around security and, and, and that's contained in the bid document. However, Reddy says they would rather win the right to host on the strength of their bid. We believe that even if there was Edmonton or anybody else, we'd be able to compete on that stage to, to get the decision. We don't want to be seen as the poor cousins of uh, Africa and then of the, of the Commonwealth and now you're allowing us. Uh, that's not what we're putting forward. Top story at 5 o'clock. Finance Minister Nshlanshla Nene has tabled a 1.3 trillion rand budget which is characterised by spending cuts and tax hikes. I'm Suresh Pillay. Your headlines at half past five.